0: Welcome to the Real Estate Monopoly Podcast, a podcast where we bring on multifamily investors and discuss real estate and their journeys to financial freedom. Each episode, we deliver inspiring and educational content that will empower you to launch your real estate investing career and achieve your financial goals. I'm your host, Kerwin Donis. Welcome back to the Real Estate Monopoly. Today's guest is another great person we connect with in Belize. He's an extremely smart guy and such an inspiration to my brothers and I. Damien Lupo is a serial entrepreneur and the founder of EQRP Co. On today's episode, Damien explains the power of the EQRP, which he describes as the Ferrari of 401ks. Let's find out why. Here we go.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Estate Monopoly podcast with the Donis Brothers. Today, I'm here with Damian Lupo. Damian, would you mind uh, introducing yourself to our audience?
2: Yeah, guys. Uh, good to be here. Um, I'm I'm Damian Lupo. I'm a serial entrepreneur, had 50-plus companies, been a real estate investor since the late 90s, and I've cut my teeth in everything from insurance to venture capital to restaurants that I've built and had many of my ventures collapse. Many of them have have turned into multi-million dollar, some, some into the eight figure space, each because of what I've learned in a book. It's because I've been bloody and muddy and balded out in the, the, the real world. So that's, that's what I've been doing for a long time. Started my first business when I was 11, hired my parents and that was that was basically because I got tired of people telling me, especially my parents, that we didn't have any money. And I think a lot of people have the belief system that there's a scarcity around and there's not enough and and the money doesn't grow on trees but once you've actually grown money on trees you realize that people are basically idiots because of belief systems not because they're they're you know they, they, they can't be smart it's because the belief systems keep us stuck and and so going through my life i've i've realized most people are just stuck going in it's like a rat race in their head uh in in their old belief systems and i just make up my belief systems now and it it's usually pretty effective and sometimes it gets me into trouble because I don't know what's impossible. So I try to build the Great Wall of China in a week and think that that's normal.
1: That's awesome. I appreciate it. And um, you know, we were really happy that you're here. We've been looking forward to having this for a while. So uh, thanks for coming on. Um, and, and could you maybe just go into dive into what your company does in, in particular and um, I guess you know what what's sparked your passion
2: for it? The, the company that, that I run, that I founded, it's called the EQRP Company. We're the, the nation's provider of EQRPs, which is the Ferrari of 401ks. Basically, it's a retirement vehicle that allows you to have control of your retirement money to invest in real estate, crypto, gold, the things that are real assets that, that are not Wall Street. You can use Wall Street, you can buy Wall Street stuff if you choose, but that's not what this is for. This is really for people that want to take control and ownership and are self responsible. It's the only one of its kind. It's not a self directed IRA, it's not a solo 401k it's the EQRP. When I say the, because there's nobody else that does it, nobody else can, it's our intellectual property. And it's our tool that we created on purpose to, have, to give people a way to control their assets, grow their assets, and be protected from all the vultures out there that want to sue their way into wealth.
1: That's awesome. And uh, something that I saw on your website that you said it was a, a new 1% in America, that's, that's, that's kind of what you're trying to create. Can you maybe uh, provide some insight into what the old 1% is and um, what your vision for the new 1% in America is?
2: Yeah. The, the old 1% is is old money. It's it's the titans. It's people that make a ton of money, but they're really just, they're, they're the people that we look at and, and the ones they were being yelled at on Wall Street back 10 years ago when there was the big uprising because Wall Street screwed everybody in 2008. And people came on for the party with all the all the mortgages that you could get for cheap, but Wall Street basically raped and pillaged the population and they got away with it because they're in bed with Congress. And so people don't really like the 1% because they're part of the system that's been hurting people. The new 1% is the people that are saying, okay, the the financial system is changing. It's it's changing and it allows me to be a part of it, to be a part of the solution, to control my assets. And the new 1% is going to be the, they're the people, right now, there's an opportunity for anybody, truly anybody. You could be in Rwanda or you could be in Kazakhstan and be part of the new 1% if you're willing to engage with the transformation of the financial system. And this has to do with crypto. It has to do with Paying attention to what wealthy people are already doing, and then merging the ideas, taking ideas like finding ways to pay no tax with the Roth EQRP, merging that into cryptocurrencies that have the potential and will likely change the entire financial system. It's why the central banks around the world are totally freaked out and trying to race and beat Bitcoin because Bitcoin is becoming more interesting because it's, it's free, meaning it's freedom-based. It's not so when I say free it's not it's not stuck under an oppressive regime called the Federal Reserve or the Euro- European Central Bank and being a part of the one percent is about being a part of the freedom movement. That's what it comes down to for me
3: yeah that's and that's honestly really interesting that you're you know helping people so my question would kind of be as far as breaking like financial shackles, you know we you know us my brothers and I we know that the, the financial uh, system is changing as well as you know you know that it's changing. Um, but in what ways do you go about helping people um, when it comes to investing through EQRP in your company?
2: We, we give people the, the, the keys to the kingdom. The, basically what, what happens, we build a retirement plan and, and we're, we're an education company that happens to be doing retirement plans because it's a tool that pretty much everybody in America is relying on to survive and maybe thrive, but mostly survive because social security is baloney. Like it's not, even people that have it will tell you it's nonsense. Like, what are you going to do with a $1,200 check every month? I mean, you basically can feed your latte addiction, maybe a little bit more, maybe some gas. But the reality is you got to be able to do something with a retirement account and and use it. A lot of people get frustrated because they feel stuck. And when we build a retirement account, it's not a retirement account where you're stuck with, with mutual funds. It's a retirement account where you can, you have the keys, you have the checkbook. And what that looks like is you end up with a checkbook where, where your money is. You can buy your assets. You can go buy your real estate. If you want to buy something today, if you want to go buy a physical gold and silver and take possession of it, can't do that anywhere else. You can do that. And you write a check or you wire the money. If you want to buy Bitcoin and you want to take possession of it, you can do that right here, right now. None of these things are available in, in any other space. So when people say, "Well, I've, this is crazy. Like, I've never heard of this. I'm so excited." I'm like, "Yeah, you haven't heard of it because systems are trying to control your money and charge you one, two, three percent fees forever. That's how they get wealthy and how you stay broke. So, our system is basically you in control of your money, and then we support all the compliance because it is compliance heavy. And so, we do all the compliance stuff and we provide the education support for things like tax strategy and asset protection, investment ideas, bringing in some of the the smartest investors in the in the country, like." Kenny McElroy and Tom Burns and people like, like Dave Zilk, who you guys, who we all met in, in Belize and people that are really out there doing things and aren't just selling another mutual fund, which is not going to help anybody. Honestly, it's not. It's, it, it, it helps somebody called mutual fund. It helps the fund advisor. And, and that's not, that doesn't work for the people though. And I'm really interested more in what helps the people that the most people, not just the, the elitists that happen to have their Wall Street speak.
1: Yeah, I mean that's really interesting. And uh, could you maybe go into what kind of investments that you do? You guys advise them to invest in certain assets over others.
2: We we give people options, and when we when I say we give them options, we say here's some ideas of what people are doing, and you can do anything other than what's not allowed. So we don't we don't say here's here's your five options that you can do, or you, we basically say do whatever you want, other than these things that are that are disqualified. And that's a totally different game. When you look at financial advisors, they say, "Well, we're going to recommend you buy this because I'm going to get a commission or I'm going to get a fee. I'm going to manage it for you, which means I'm going to charge you a percentage of your assets every year, regardless of whether the assets do good or bad." So we we don't we don't recommend anything. That's it's really up to the investor. And so for for our clients, they're the, my money. I'm going to trust myself more than anybody else will. Where the people that don't fit into this world are the ones that are freaked out about taking control. The one there are people that have. Have come into our ecosystem and and really have not been a good fit because they were so nervous about making a mistake they were so well trained by the school system by the as you you heard on the Belize trip the communist teachers that were out there teaching them that money is bad it's evil to talk about it's it's evil to be rich and and all this stuff and and those people are really scared that they're going to make a mistake or they're going to lose money and and so they're really not a good fit it people that are willing to spend the time like you guys did with with me down in Belize, spending a week studying with some of the smartest people in the world. That's who this is for. It's the people that are willing to do the work. Yeah. So pretty much,
3: um, what you do and what your company does uh, is is like an alternative to a four hundred one k in which you have, I guess, more you know more availability to do kind of control your money, like you say. So as far as but but so they are it's an alternative, but in a in a way how. how is it different?
2: So, so, what we we do? It's 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 a it's a retirement account that's built under the four hundred one section. So every something a four hundred one k is just a tax shelter inside for section four hundred one k of the tax code. An IRA is something built under section four hundred eight. So these things are just parts of the tax code. What we build is is under the rules under the four hundred one k rules, and so it's it's a type of four hundred one k that is built differently and so it's different in that it gives you actual control. It gives you the ability to invest how you want. It protects you from, from liability, from get, being sued, and it works as you grow. So our, our the EQRP allows people to have 50 employees, five employees, no other individual 401k out there allows you to do that. And the ones that do have employees don't let you actually control. So we're the only company in the country that allows you to have total control and And actually control the assets, meaning you can physically take possession of them as the trustee. It's a very unique thing to think about because we're not trained that this is even possible. Everything else says, give us your money every month and we'll put it into into a mutual fund. We'll send you a statement and hopefully you won't be broke when you retire. That's kind of the plan, the stupid idea.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned that you help people break their financial shackles. Could you maybe explain how you do that and maybe just touch on why you think the traditional school system doesn't teach people
2: financial literacy? it, well, for one, the, school, the the teachers don't have a clue about financial literacy. Even when you think about economics teachers, they, they studied something, they're regurgitating something. And are, if you if if their information was what made you rich, then the teachers would all be millionaires. And how many teachers do you know that are actually millionaires? They're all saying, I'm getting my teacher's pension because the NEA and the AEA, the, the teachers unions are fighting so hard to get more and more dollars to do a less and less good job. And that's unfortunate. Like you're not going to go to a dentist and ask them to do brain surgery. And same reason you wouldn't go to a teacher and say, "Teach me about money." For one, they're gonna—they don't have a clue. And two, they're—they're they're programmed to tell you that money is evil and you need to be altruistic. What's more altruistic than building a company, building investments that provide housing and employment for people? Like, give me a break. You think that being broke and and a, a martyr—I mean, people actually think this. And a lot of the teaching is we don't talk about money. It's—it's it's a bad thing. And and that's that's. Really, what the system is set up to do. It's set up to keep people enslaved by the people that understand money, the central banks, the system, the Wall Street system. They, those systems are set up to keep us perpetually in, enslaved that they're a system where we pay them fees and then we get the crumbs. So, the, John Bogle, who founded Vanguard, passed away a number of years, not too long ago. And he said, There's something inherently wrong with the system that makes 80% of the returns taking on none of the risk, where the investor that puts up all the capital, all the risk ends up with 20% of the return. The populace and taking advantage of people and they just don't know. And our system is is endowed. You've got people like the Rockefellers and the Fords and the Vanderbilts setting up institutions like colleges and, and schools. And what do they do? They teach people how to be good employees. They don't teach about money because they don't want them to be free. Our system is not set up to teach anybody to be unshackled. It needs them to be shackled. Because if you're shackled, then you're relying on a system and you end up being a slave, which is good for the slave owners.
1: Absolutely. And that's something that uh, Robert Kiyosaki talks about in his book, Fake. Um, I remember he mentioned that of these Ivy League schools and the big, uh, most well-known schools were created to create accountants, lawyers, and um, just pump out employees. So it's a machine. Um, and so you talk about, you know, having investors make educated investment decisions. Uh, how would you recommend they learn about what the best investments are once if they do work with you and um, they do, you know, they have that money in that capital ready to deploy to an investment?
2: I think one of the things that I, and that's just I'm talking about the the Rich Dad books and really those give you big they give you contextual ideas, the, the big picture ideas. And then you have to go dig into the different things that you're interested in. It's really understanding how we think about money and like in Rich Dad Poor Dad, the first rule, the first sentence of the book says the rich don't work for money. And you have to really start thinking about that. It doesn't mean I have a job. I'm also in all the quadrants. And when I say quadrants, we're talking about I'm an employee. I'm a business owner. I'm also sort of self-employed because I speak and I do different things. And I'm also an investor. So I work in different quadrants, but I'm definitely an employee. Nothing wrong with doing that. I mean, Robert Kiyosaki is an employee. He's also an S. He's also a B. He's also an I. And so there's nothing wrong with these unless you're stuck in one of them, specifically the E or the S, because then you're just you're gonna be ground into a pulp. And so how do you how do you figure out what to do? You spend time with people that are in the quadrants that you want to become more like. And so if you don't know where those people are, I mean, duck duck go. And I say that because I don't think Google is your friend, Google on stage. So that being said, really figuring out. Who's already been there and done that? Modeling is the most powerful way to get anywhere because people have already done anything you want to do. People have done it. And so you go find those people and then you, and you model them. And then what, what people that are not successful do typically younger people, they go, I'm so smart. I have a new way of doing it. So they just try to make it all up. And I always laugh and I say, well, that's cool. Do it your way after you've done it my way. Because my way is 20, 30 years of getting beat up, cut up, scarred, bloody. And, and there's a different way where you, you just model it and that you're going to get beat up anyway, regardless of what you're modeling it. It's just going to save you years and a lot of trauma, a lot of PTSD psychology, you know, shrinkage that you're going to have to go through.
3: Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. You know, the, the system's set up to kind of just keep us, um, as you said, just, uh, employees. So just to kind of go into, I mean, you of, um, you know, your money in a retirement account, Um, But of course, I I do remember you mentioning that there were tax benefits along with investing in hard assets, whether that's real estate, gold, or whatever uh, it may be. So do you mind touching on what kind of benefits as far as tax, uh, either write-offs or um, just uh, benefits when it comes to investing in an EQRP versus a regular IRA or or
2: SRA? Yeah. So big, big picture, you can put 10 times more money, which is you can have tax deferred. So... If you're if you're self-employed, you're flipping houses, or you're you've got a, a little business, or you're doing something, and you go, "Dang, I made two three hundred thousand dollars." If you have it, if you use an IRA or a self-directed IRA, an SDIRA, if you will, you can put six seven thousand dollars a year into that. That isn't going to even move the needle. It doesn't matter. It doesn't do anything. With an EQRP, you can put you put fifty eight thousand plus per person. So maybe there's a couple of you. Maybe there's a spouse. Maybe there's kids. You, you, potentially hundreds of thousands. What does that mean? It means that you can reduce, maybe eliminate your taxes completely by using this tool. An IRA doesn't get you rich. It gets you old like with with an illusion of financial security. So that's a huge difference. It's a 10X factor. So when you look at the idea of 10X that Grant Cardone has made very popular and well-known, this is a 10X thing. When people say, I have an IRA, and I look at them and I go, you're you're dealing with with the 1X. How about a 10X? That's what this is.
1: Yeah, and to kind of just follow up with that tax uh, topic, uh, would you, can you explain what an unrelated business income tax is?
2: So when people have, when people are investing in IRAs, one of the things that they run into is the UBIT, unrelated business income tax. And what that means is if you've got a tax shelter, the IRS says sometimes with tax shelters, we're not going to let you have all the tax benefits. So with an IRA, if you go out there and, and you, you buy a house, you're going to flip something. Your IRA buys it, you get some hard money, you get a private loan to, for part of it. The IRS is going to charge you tax of about thirty-seven percent on most of your profit. So you're thinking, wait a second, this is an IRA. Why am I being taxed on it? Because the IRS says that's not all your money working. That's debt. And so this is, you take a hundred thousand of your cash and you turn it into two hundred. You could easily pay twenty to twenty-five thousand or more in taxes in an IRA, even a Roth IRA. The alternative is with an EQRP, it's zero because it's exempt. So, UBIT is not something you have to worry about when you have leveraged real estate. Investing in a syndication, same thing. If there's leverage in that syndication, which pretty much all of them do, I mean, almost all syndications have leverage. If your IRA invests in a syndication that has a bunch of debt, you're going to get a big old tax bill. And with an EQRP, if you simply move the IRA to an EQRP, then guess what? No tax. That is a game changer because over, the, over time, you're going to invest, you're going to get returns, you're going to invest again, you could do this 4 5 6 times in a lifetime. You could be t- you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars in.
3: That's so game changer for a lot of people. Um, but you know for a person that's more on the either B or I side of the quadrant, especially the people that are on the I side, you know, as an investor who don't really pay a lot of taxes in general, um, would there potentially be any benefits for them to open an EQR or a QRP account as far as, you know, taxes or, or any other benefits?
2: There's a huge advantage, and, and this comes up a lot for real estate investors that are that are benefiting from the cost sag and the other depreciation offsets to where you get basically tax free income. The problem with that strategy, as the only strategy, is tax laws will change, and when tax laws change, bonus depreciation will change. We don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be sunsetting from 2023 to 2026. That means it's going away. It means it's eventually going to go away automatically. Will it be renewed? Maybe we'll see how you know we'll see who's in power. But the point of an EQRP, especially the Roth, is that you can take a pile of money, put it in there, you can move it amongst assets. So with real estate, that's cool as long as you always own real estate and you never want to do anything else. If you buy real estate and then you say, okay, I want to sell it and buy Bitcoin, okay, then what happens? You sell Bitcoin tax. If you do that inside of a Roth EQRP, no tax whatsoever. Buy and sell real estate, transfer it to Bitcoin, transfer it to gold, move it around. It's never a taxable event. That is that's a massive a tool for everybody to have in their arsenal. So I don't care if you're not paying any taxes now, tax code's going to change, changes every year pretty much. And the, and the question is, how socialist do we go? Socialists want to hammer people that are doing things like creating real estate. It's just what they do. If you're If you're part of the solution, they want to kick you in the balls.
1: Absolutely. And I appreciate that. That's a very candid answer. And that's very true. It's kind of scary. So we need uh, those opportunities. But just to kind of move into our express round, we have a five questions, quick questions that we want to ask. And also just to get started, uh, what has been your biggest mistake in business? And what did it teach
2: you? Taking too small, too short term is the the biggest problem. One, we think too small because we don't have a reference point. So we say, okay, I can I can see doing this. It's, it's why most people are, are thinking about their businesses growing in terms of single to double digits. I'm gonna grow 8% or 10% or 15% instead of I'm gonna grow at 100% or 200 or 500%. So that's one thing because we have a, a relationship to the actual process. And what that means is that we're looking to the past to go into the future. We're saying, okay, if I do more of this marketing, then I'll grow my business 10% instead of maybe I should burn down my marketing and try something completely different that will allow me to go 10X. So thinking too small, the other one that's really big is, is the thinking too short term. We way overestimate what we can accomplish in, in a short term period, six or 12 or months or two years. We way underestimate what we can accomplish over 10 years. That's why I like to say a decade by design is any design you want. It's, it's a process of really thinking through, what do I want the next 10 years to end up like? reality is you probably get there in six or seven or eight, but the 10 years allows your mind to say, okay, plenty of time to do something, and then you start getting the seeds planted in year one. That's, that's how this works. People they, they tend to do the same one or two years over and over again, and they never actually end up with nature conspiring with them, providing the sun and the, and the, the energy that grows their their field. They just go out there and they're constantly hunting things, which is exhausting. And eventually you starve to death.
1: Absolutely. I 100% agree. Um, so second question, what's your favorite book? And that could be a personal or a business related book.
2: So I have two, two books that I, I love and I, I study and, and one's mastery and one's principles. The mastery book is by George Leonard. It's a it's a book on life and martial arts. I happen to be a martial artist in Aki So I've been studying martial arts for more than 20 years. And I, I created Yokido, my own martial art. So. Anything with martial arts is is really interesting, and this book talks about mastery in life, especially the plateauing principle. When you dig into this book, he talks. About, George Leonard talks about this idea that at times you're going to do what you think is the same thing over and over again. If you're on the right focus, the right mission, that plateau of the same, the same, the same is eventually going to pop, and then you'll. It's like a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. Can't go back, and so that happens. It's also something called perturbation or Prigogine's theory of dissipative structure where something has enough energy going into it. And so if you're practicing martial arts or real estate investing or whatever, and you do it long enough, you do it hard enough, all that energy you're putting into it, pops you into some other creative creature. And at that point, you can't go backwards. It's in, it's physically impossible to go backwards. And that's one of the, the my favorite things. Ray Dalio's book, Principles, is, is a book that everybody should study because the guy's been there and done that and it just makes sense. So a couple of those, I, I would recommend everybody dive into
1: yeah, I'm actually reading principles right now. it's It's really great. So third question, uh, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received or you would give?
2: The advice that i the best advice I've ever received is advice I gave for myself, which is fail faster. And I don't know that anybody told me that early on. They just said work harder and and it's and don't don't quit. But they, what the thing that was missing was fail faster. One, you get used to failing, and it doesn't—it's a non-event. You're like I don't care if something doesn't work; I'll just learn. And, and actually, you you do care because it gives you learning opportunities. You grow when you're not failing; you're not really growing. Success is a terrible teacher, and then people miss that. They think, oh, if I go make a bunch of money or my deal is successful, that's great. No, it's not. You need your deals to be messy. You need them to be. You need to learn by going through a lot of pain, and it it doesn't mean you're going to lose your knees. Or, or an eye or anything. It just means that you need to go through and, and suffer in the process. I used to think Aristotle was was the smartest guy. And, I, and because he had a, he has a philosophy that the purpose of, of life is happiness. And I said, That's fine. I was like, Are you telling me you're smarter than Aristotle? And he said, Well, no. What I'm saying is that purpose of life is purpose. It's, it's the idea that sometimes it's going to actually be painful, it's going to hurt. And so, are you going to be happy in the pain? Maybe, but most people are going to be miserable for a minute. Doesn't mean you're not on the right path, and so we have to really think about that and and understand that when you make mistakes and you're in the, the you're you're in the suck. They say this in the Navy SEALs, you know, when you're in that, you embrace the suck. It's this process of how you grow, and and the faster and the more often you do that, the further you're going to go and really fulfill your purpose and and have that fulfilled life. Without it, you're just going to end up at your life, the end of your life, going, "Damn it, I missed it."
1: Absolutely. That's hundred percent true. Um, so next question, uh, what is a daily habit that you have that uh, has contributed to some of your success?
2: I, they, one of the biggest habits I have is making sure I don't have any devices that ding or bing or Twitter or twat or whatever in my bedroom. And it's, it's I mean, how many times does a ding help you? Like it just stresses you out. And in the morning, if you're screwing up. So one of the funniest things that, that I've really embraced is that sleep is your best friend. And people say i only need four or five or six hours of sleep and i'm like you're an idiot and people go well, why am i an idiot i'm like Cause it's not true it's absolutely not true and why is it not true because your body needs time to actually regenerate and and process because if you don't get the sleep you're people say well i'm going to work hard i'm going to work until three o'clock in the morning and i'm like yeah at 10 capacity if you just slept you could get, wake up and do it all in an hour but it took you five hours because you were at the you know you're doing things in slow motion so you, you really can't do that unless you you set up your sleep environment really well, and a big part of that is making sure you don't have your your devices. I carry that forward. I have a no ding policy. If you have a ding or a Slack beep or whatever the hell people are doing, I will come over and I will ring your bell. And it's because it doesn't support an environment to have all that crap disrupting us all the time. So off buttons and mute buttons, people don't even hear it. They, they think, oh, what are you talking about? And like everything is dinging in your body. Like what do you like? You're like a, like a human you know, orchestra. Like what is like, what is happening? So I, that's, that's the hack, if you will, it's the, it's the off freaking button.
1: I love that. Um, yeah. That's something that I, I struggle with. I'll be honest. So we're, we're working on that. On <laughs> our last question, uh, what is the best way for our audience to reach you if they want to get in contact with you?
2: Best thing to do to, is really to learn more. And, and what we've been talking about that the primary thing that we focus on is the EQRP I would I would encourage everybody to get a copy of the report that I wrote on it. It's it's the summary of the book. So to get that, you just text EQRP to seventy two thousand, and you'll get you'll get a copy of the report. Fifteen pages take you about ten minutes, and and then if you're interested in learning more, or really if if you go, I don't know if I, I want to do this. I guarantee there's somebody in your life that you can change their life if you're willing to share information. And I, I I believe that information is like love. You sharing it doesn't take it away from you. It actually everybody on planet Earth right now just grab it, text the word EQRP to 72,000 and, 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 you know, learn more. That's the next step. It allows you to, it, it allows you to make progress. So that's what I would do. If you want to get in contact with me, start with educating yourself. And, and I, I'm more than willing to help anybody that's willing to help help themselves.
1: Awesome. Well, we appreciate all the value you've brought today, Damien. Um, thank you so much. And I look forward to speaking with you soon.
3: All right. Thanks guys. Appreciate you. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for joining us today on the Real Estate Monopoly podcast. Make sure to visit our website at www.donisinvestmentgroup.com backslash monopoly, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you got value from this episode, we'd appreciate a good rating on Apple Podcasts. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune into our next episode. Until next time, take care guys.